Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Thursday, June 9th, 2022, we're back. National Strawberry Rhubarb Pie Day. That's what I got on the sheet. I mean, trust me, the options were limited. Strawberry yeah. Rhubarb Pie is a little bit of uh, a little bit too niche. Mm. There's better pies out there. Are there? It's pretty good. Strawberry Rhubarb? Dude, that sounds, bro. Like, I pumpkin, know. blueberry, cherry. Pumpkin, pumpkin, mm. banana. Yeah. I, like, okay. I don't think that's the first one you're reaching for in the no, aisle. But right. it is an it's underrated. It's out there, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, a top, it's not the last one I'm taking. Definitely not. Yeah. It's in my top five. I like rhubarb. Have you ever done this? Maybe this is just an Alberta thing. Stick of rhubarb, lick the end, put it in some sugar. No. I haven't done that. No. That's probably just an Alberta thing. Yeah. Probably. Maybe <laughs> just a fill thing. Maybe <laughs> just a fill thing. Maybe I'm just a psychopath <laughs> eating plain rhubarb, but that's the way it goes, I guess. Um, the options were very limited for June 9th, National Day. So if you use those as a conversation piece, I mean, tough. You can't really walk into a room with, yeah, had some strawberry rhubarb pie last night. Yeah. Fantastic. But that's the way she bounces. Episode 109, season two, episode eight. We're obviously, I mean, Ignoring the obvious, we're playing a man down today, which is tough. You never like to play the man down, but no. sometimes you just you dealt the hands. And that's, I mean, it's getting out in front of the second piece of bad news, which, I mean, I've been dreading bringing up. This is before game three of the NBA Finals. Yeah. <laughs> tough. <laughs> this show has some tough times on Wednesdays, so I think moving forward, the decision has been made to remove Wednesdays as yeah. a night of taping. Yeah. Because, you know, we have multi-sport athletes in here. Yeah. One soccer be player. 8.45 kickoffs. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And that is tight, tight, tight up against the clock. That's so right. it is what it is. But we're not banning them forever. You know, if a Wednesday does work out for us, we'll, or a Thursday still works out for us, we'll we'll put it out on Thursday. Yeah, of course. Uh-huh. And we'll be probably back on the Thursdays for the football season so we can yeah. enter in our picks for yeah, the Thursday exactly. night game. That's Don't right. want to miss that one out. But, but I think from now on, probably Friday morning again. Yeah, mixing in some Fridays now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe you'll get a Wednesday every now and then. You just yeah. never know. But a midweek one nonetheless. Or Thursday, you mean? Or Wednesday? I'm talking I'm not, like okay. Tuesday night when into releasing. Wednesday. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah now, okay. now we're cooking. Okay, same page. Um, obviously, down Adam, though. That's tough. But good, good luck to him in his soccer game at 6 o'clock. Yeah, he's uh, been missing out. Let's just say that. Yeah, let's just say that. You'll see why you later in the You will see pod. why, and it rhymes with Dorbius. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's coming. But anyway, game three is tonight. Can't say much. Can't say anything. I'm not going to hop on after and go cowherd mode individual. So I'm I'm just going to say that the Celtics win tonight. Really? I think so. They're with four-point favorites at home. I bet the place is going to be buzzing. Limit the turnovers. That's all I've really like noticed has been a big... Uh, our guy Windy went on today, and he said whenever the Celtics have... More than 15 turnovers. They've lost like every single game. Less than 15, they win. So he suggested okay. the idea that they put a like a turnover um, thing at the a on counter the, instead uh, of timeouts. Instead the of timeouts, because okay. we actually don't care about timeouts and yeah, how many yeah. there are left. There's like just 20. put a turnover counter um, on the on the scoreboard. So or what about a countdown starting at 15? Yeah. and then once it goes it's over, yeah, they just, just end the game. game. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Done. 
It's and, over. Yeah. And, you know, Udoka challenging the Celtics for like the 20th time these playoffs. Uh-huh. Let's not turn over the ball. Yeah. Let's yeah. dribble. Yeah. I, I like come on, those. The basics. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but I still kind of like the Warriors, actually. Um, so, I mean, I'm so. open the Warriors. I mean, I think that it just depends on how well J- Draymond Green plays. I think mm-hmm. he's, yeah. the, he's the he's factor. He's the X factor. Like, if he gets the three point, like the three, the three ball going early, I think it's. Yeah. Be it. it's you think if he shoots up. over forty percent, they have a chance to win? Yeah, uh-huh. I, I really do think that he so. can swing the series. Yeah. He can. He's been the topic of discussion this week. Um, first of all, people were going around sharing the clips of him pushing people around. What a Lorenzo Neal comparisons, like fullback type beat Mike Tolbert, maybe mm-hmm. move the pile, Draymond, like just push into the line. Um, people saying he could average twenty nine fouls a game. A lot of talk about Draymond, and then on Monday and Tuesday he changed the narrative by saying everybody from the eighties is actually soft. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw uh-huh. that. You were all getting bullied by the same yeah. three people yeah. over and over again. Yeah. And then I saw Cedric Maxwell today came out and said please ask your daddy who I was. So, I mean, there's some real beef there. I don't know. Uh, Draymond is the big, I guess the most... uh, Poop disturber. I was going to say pulverizing, but that works too. (laughs) Well, he's a master at the podium. Like at this point, he's just been to the NBA Finals so many times. He's gone deep into the playoffs so many times. So he knows how to stir the pot, um, has his own podcast. But I'm just kind of used to... I'm just kind of used to him be like doing this. I just kind of tune it out at this point. It's like not that interesting to me. Yeah. yeah. Cause he just says the same stuff all, all, all the time. Yeah. I mean, I think he, on like a basketball note, I think he actually has been a big difference. He's made a big difference in the series. Like I think he's probably a big reason they won last game. So I think it makes sense that he's like talking a lot of trash. I don't get why it's directed at the old head, so. No. Like, maybe. <laughs> like, that's the part I'm missing. It's like, you're in this big series. Like, why are we calling out, like, Cedric Maxwell and, like, Bob Cousy? Like, Bob Cousy's is like, he's like, let him go on vacation. Like, he's been through enough. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's been a tough couple weeks for yeah. Bob. He had to come yeah. on and defend himself on XM. Yeah. People Bob Cousy is, is a topic on first take, like, three times a week. <laughs> yes. Like, uh-huh. it's unreal. And how about, if we're talking first take, how about J.J. Reddick and C.J. McCollum trying Can to gang up on Steve? Yeah. No, no, no. J.J. Reddick needs to chill out dude i kind of don't like his face <laughs> yeah like, at first it was funny now it's like okay yeah. bro. yeah time to say i don't like down. the way he, he delivers really it too. Hard. yeah he tries super hard and he, it looks like every time anybody says something he disagrees with he takes it like super personally and he always goes back yeah. to the okay well i actually played in yeah. the nba yeah. hey dude like i get it i get it but how i mean jj reddick wasn't exactly like i, I don't know what the player larry bird <laughs> no he wasn't yeah. exactly joel and bead like dominating the paint yeah. bro he was just running line to line yeah. over and over again yeah, yeah. so I don't know. I'm kind of out on JJ Reddick. I am he, too. He also resorts to the Twitter clapbacks all the time. Yeah. Fireman. Say, like, yeah. JJ, you also played in the NBA, man. <laughs> yeah. As you like to tell us. CJ McCollum, though, I can jive with. But I that, love CJ. That was an intense two on one where Steve mm. was just getting, he was putting in the blender. Yeah. yeah. No, and I love, I, I also want to say I love uh, Beverly, too. Yeah. He's really the only one I have an issue with is. JJ Reddick. Kevin Durant also just calling uh, Stephen A. Smith Steve is one of the toughest mm. looks going. I just had to transfer over. I do love Stephen A., but if Katie's going to just hit you with Steve, Steve, three times a day, I kind of have to rock with Steve. Uh, interesting stuff coming out of the heat, actually, since their elimination. Pat Riley, I mean, one of those guys that when he speaks, you listen. And he unleashed some big quotes after the Heat were eliminated, obviously, against the Celtics in the East Finals. He said, quote, I'm 77 years old and I can do more push-ups than all of you. That was a, that was a big one. He also said, I feel an obligation to finish this build. It was a bitter loss. The dragon hasn't left my body yet from the loss. So he's really honed in on this idea that he is just an absolute beast. 
at 77, which mm-hmm. I don't hate. Like, I don't hate that either. I, I feel like, um, like maybe don't tell that to Udonis Haslam because I think he'd be the type to be like, okay, like let's do it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, let's I, see how many you can do. I saw Udonis Haslam said he wishes he was still out there playing. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, I'm sure you do. Udonis, you weren't playing. Like, you were sitting there in sweatpants. I don't really understand. Well, he's it. saying that a big reason, like he's determining if he's going to come back um, for next year, and a big reason is like him not playing last mm. like this past year was a big reason why he's like minutes cut juggling from yeah. four minutes to two. cut yeah. yeah he's uh-huh. gonna have to make a lot of visits to teams and then yeah kind of yeah see where the, the decision are. yeah yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're looking for he also said uh pat riley that is that uh, kyle lowry said quote i definitely think he can be in better shape it was reported <laughs> that kyle lowry was over 18 percent body fat which is the heat's quota it also it's reported that he was it also actually looked like he was over 18 <laughs> yeah. percent body fat to my two eyes uh-huh. yeah i don't i don't know why they thought like kyle, kyle lowry's been a bigger player for most of his nba career and if it, there was a time where he was going to be slim, it was going to be in Toronto, not when he's yeah. 36 years old. And I are expecting yeah, in him to Miami be in, too. In Miami, yeah. expecting him to be in the best shape of his life. I kind of like that's what you were going to get with Lowry. You're not going to get nine percent body fat with him. So <laughs> he also was slimmer on the Raptors too. He was like slimmer. he was in much better shape. It's so like he used to be kind of doughy when he yeah. first hit the Raptors, uh-huh. and then he was in shape, and then you saw him on the Heat again, and you're like, oh, he's back to dough mode. Yeah. Well, you got to know looking at him that that's a type of body that doesn't really age too good no like you know it's a type of body where a lot of you know injury and like weight issues it's just it's gonna be a thing i don't know why he's calling out of like a 36 year old player though yeah 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 you I got mean, you don't you're you're the idiot paying udonis haslam like three mil a year to sit on the bench you're yeah. telling lowry who's 36 to get in shape i i wasn't a fan he also gave kyle lowry 90 million dollars yeah. like not 12 months ago yeah so that was a bit of a weird one yeah and it's always a tough look too like when you stop wearing like the shorts that like kind of fit you, you mm. have to go the size up, yeah. like the ones that kind of go down to your calves. Yeah, like oh, well, not kind of. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Yeah. Yeah, he was like wearing garbage bags. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Lowry had a tough go. You said he shouldn't be calling out old players. He also called out the young ones. You said Tyler Hero needs to work on his conditioning, which I mean, too many oh. nights at the hookah bar is what I'm going to equate that one to, or other areas. You know, you never yeah. know. Maybe a little Miles Bridges situation there with Tyler. You can't rule anything out these days with yeah. the things you're hearing about him um he also cut up some other guys he said that uh bam bio is always getting everybody open so duncan robinson should give him half his paycheck tyler hero should give him half his paycheck max true should give him half, half his paycheck i mean he kind of just unloaded the clip on the what? On, isn't on he the one team. who decides how much everyone gets paid exactly isn't that what the gm does yeah like he, last time i checked he decided the roster too <laughs> yeah, yeah. so i don't know why it's all doom and gloom like roasting your own players dude. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. let's when take some positives yeah, out three points away from the finals like you're the one who paid Duncan Robinson, like sixty million or whatever. Yeah, he's 90, 90. 90. He's acting go. like yeah. they ended up in the lottery. <laughs> like, yeah, you yeah. were literally, like Phil said, three points away yeah. from the NBA Finals. So yeah, if Jimmy Butler goes to the rim, they might be playing tonight. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. Pat Riley is at that point where he just—I I feel like he just—he just lets it all go when they lose. It doesn't matter how close they were. He's like, "You should have won." It's yeah. like Pat. Maybe put some more guys around Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just yeah. my opinion. Uh, back to Laker talk. Thank God. Uh, Darvin Ham introduces head coach. He said uh, Russell Westbrook is one of the greatest players the league has ever seen. That was that was one of the comments he made. Russell Westbrook was actually at the press conference smiling that away. That was a raw take. He was looking like a raw shot. Giddy. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Him they just in the black job. hat. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I think smiling. he was wearing a... 
I think a Tupac shirt or something, mm, and just in the back, just vibing. This is how my like redemption story starts. Yeah, exactly. LeBron couldn't make it, and neither could AD. So what do you do? You bring in Russ and Stanley Johnson. Those are the two guys you bring in to yeah, show exactly. support to the. Coach. I mean, honestly, I think like it's weird to make that take now, considering how bad Westbrook is. But I don't think it's a bad take. He's one of the NBA seventy five. No? Yeah. Like I think he's probably when when no, it's he's all had a great done, career. He'll be I'm one of the gonna, best. Yeah, you know, deny that. It's just but. like kind of not really relevant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, what's he gonna say? LeBron's a 2016 champion. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not really. Yeah, I, like yeah. the reason we re-signed Carmelo <laughs> yeah. is because he's one of the greatest players he, that's, that's ever right. played this game. NBA 75. Yeah, uh-huh. so he was on the squad. So it's kind of tough jacket. when you're reaching back like five years. <laughs> Someone did that with John Wall. I forgot who it was. We talked about it on the podcast. Scal, yeah, Scal was like he used like he was four year, four years uh, removed from being one of the best point guards. Now John Wall's still sick. Yeah, I love John yeah. Wall. This I'm podcast took a hard right on John Wall. <laughs> we love John Wall in the yeah. lane of joy. We love John and, Wall. And on that note, I've been seeing a lot of buzz on Twitter. Like I've been seeing more John Wall three sixty layups than mm. like normally. Like maybe he yeah. took over the Jamal Crawford. Yeah. he actually officially hung <laughs> yeah. him up. There's Where it's no- like he was. He was cold back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, oh, people forget how icy John yeah. Wall was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let me tweet out the 720p. Ah, he just cooked his 50-year-old trainer in a one-on-one drill. <laughs> uh, throw up the blood signs video, and then maybe I'll get back in. Darvin Ham also said, I grew up in Saginaw, Michigan. I got shot in the face by accident on April 5th, 1988. You go through something like that, it's going to make you one of two things, fearful or fearless. It made me fearless. Raw, raw That's bar. Sick. That was a clean take. He, he was like uh, rehearsing that yeah. in the mirror yeah. uh-huh. the, the night of the press conference. So, a couple practices. Yeah. If he ever came out with an album, April fifth, nineteen eighty eight, would be a sick title. Wow, wow, wow. No, it hits different when you instead of saying like when I was a kid or when I was fourteen or when I was like in nineteen eighty eight, like the exact yeah. dates. Oh, like, the only thing yeah. that would have been crispy if he hit the time. eleven fifty two p.m. Wow, wow. Yeah. that would have been well. Funny. Whatever. They got to schedule a Lakers game on April 5th then yeah. for yes. next year. So, uh-huh. yeah. um, he also, he, I mean, people were acting, making a big deal. It's the last thing on the Lakers, by the way, making a big deal about him dismissing all the assistants except for Phil Handy. I mean, he's never met any of them before. Like, <laughs> yeah, people like, are like, oh, how do you get rid of David Fisdale? It's like, I don't know. The same four teams that did it before did yeah. it too. So, can people chill out? He's got a lot of all stars on the team to get around yeah. to. Yes, okay. Exactly. Like, by the yeah. time he gets around to all these guys and Mello and Stanley Johnson, like, he, he doesn't have time to get around to the assistants too. Maybe he could bring in UD as an assistant. Oh. Well, I mean, he's looking for minutes, but I mean, possible. <laughs> also, he did hire he, an assistant. Did you see that? Did he? You didn't see this? No. Rashid Wallace. Oh yes. oh, yes. Yes. That is a call. This is his because, first job? Yeah, I think so. He was on good University of Memphis, I believe, with Penny Hardaway. Oh, good. So he nice. promotion to the Lakers. <laughs> Natural from you, Memphis. If UD is looking for a promotion, he may not get a promotion in the minutes increase, but he might get a like a seats increase on the bench. Like he might get mm, up higher in the uh-huh. bench if he's a coach. Maybe that's what he's looking for. I think that's what he's honest. looking for, dude. Get a better view. Or a better cushion. They, they've, yeah, better cushion. They've just pushed him way far back on yeah. the heat. So uh-huh. he's got to yeah, stand like up. Yelling over like yeah. the starters can't even hear him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Get him a place where he can be efficient. Yeah. Use mm-hmm. him to his advantages. Yeah. Exactly. Lakers, take that into account. Yeah. Slide him down the bench. Yeah. <laughs> Put him up there with Rashid. Two guys just screaming for no reason. Um which one of these do you think is more more interesting Kyrie Irving likely to re-sign with the Nets which I don't know how much I believe that or DeAndre Ayton has played his last game with the Suns likely that was the report I was reading oh I think it's yeah Ayton for sure yeah I think so too but I think the Kyrie thing is also kind of weird everything I'm reading is telling me oh he's not going to be back and then 
the credible reporters say he is, I don't know what to make of that one. I think it's yeah. going to be a bit of a... Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, it's... I mean, that guy's so unpredictable, you just never know. But the DeAndre Ayton thing, I mean... Yeah, I think he's done. Yeah. I, I feel like that was like kind of it's kind of a foregone conclusion at this point. Yeah. yeah, one of the things I've actually clung on to ever since Aiton has come into the league. This might just be like a me thing, but when I like I just retain certain um, quotes and like pieces of information from players, just like random things. When he came into the league, like the first thing he said was like, "Like I'm trying to get the max. Like I'm trying to be rich." Mm. And people like roasted him for it. They're like, what do you mean? Like, what? Like, you're just doing this for the money? And he basically said, like, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I don't actually care about winning that much. So I think like he's done for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, I didn't actually know that. Yeah. But no, I, I remember him saying that. And it was like his yeah. rookie year. He's like, I I want to work towards like getting the max and getting paid the most I can. And the Suns also had the chance to take care of him as well. Yeah. It's worth noting. Exactly. So I don't, I don't know, know what changes in 12 months. So. No, exactly. And, uh, I mean, they made the finals with them. It's kind of stupid of them to still hold on to this, like, luxury tax idea. If you're going to compete and you're going to pay Chris Paul $40 million a year, then you kind of have to do that. I love them being like, we're all in, Chris. But not DeAndre. But we're going to replace him with Dario Sari. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. You yeah. said you retained the thing about he, him wanting to be rich, retaining the max. I retained this tweet of his. Remember, he tweeted this picture of him next to the Call of Duty logo. Oh. And then he tweeted, all he, needs to ta- all he needs to tag is hashtag Black Ops 4 and hashtag Call of Duty partner, and the rest of the words can be his. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Just didn't read that one through. Just copy, paste, yeah. bang. I yeah. got the hashtags in there, though. Yeah, you got the bag. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. About. exactly yeah. yeah the max uh-huh. from call of duty yeah. <laughs> black ops 4 black ops partner uh last one bradley beal and zach levine are on the trailblazers list of players they'd like to pair with damian lillard that's yeah. what kevin o'connor reported from the ringer now i know we mentioned this a few shows ago but i need to reiterate my position and make this very clear the trailblazers deciding cj mccollum it's time to move mm. on and then targeting Bradley Beal and Zach Levine, which are just CJ McCollum with a different name. Yeah. Makes no sense to me at all. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't get it at all. If I had to pick Beal, I'd, I'd pick, take Beal over Levine. Yeah. But, so would cookie. We know that, but uh-huh. man, what, I don't get what they're doing. I honestly don't. Yeah. I was confused by that too. Cause I remember after the draft reading reports that like they were like, I, I think it was like a situation where they wanted to get a higher pick and the pick wasn't what they wanted, and so they're like, okay, like I guess like we got Dame, so we'll try and be competitive. I love how like a two pick drop just changes yeah. you from like competing to rebuilding. <laughs> yeah, like it's it like, just oh, changes your whole dynamic. Shade and sharp anymore. <sighs> <sighs> Not yeah. worth it. We're done. Yeah. Get seventh for Beal yeah. right now. The second Dame saw that pick drop, he called him. And he's like championship yeah, yeah. He's like Matherin's uh-huh. off the board like let's do it yeah let's run, yeah. This, back. Let's run this back yeah exactly <laughs> guys make the call about Gobert yeah, yeah. let's just get <laughs> yeah. this done but let me call him there tell him to lock in yeah. get in the gym yeah yeah has anyone asked Levine and Beal if they want to go to Portland like is are we taking that to account or the answer is no <laughs> the best part of this is like Anthony Simons was looking really good and now he's gonna be 15 minutes again yeah back yeah. to behind yeah. Dame buddy yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. you had the keys for two months yeah. bro. Yeah. now it's over yeah go back go back to the gym yeah. 
<laughs> you can maybe, maybe get yourself up to 20. Yeah. That's it. That's all we're offering you. Yeah. Now, this is not a golf podcast. I think we've only talked about golf once before, but the state of uh, the, the, the golf right now is pretty interesting, and I feel like it's worth bringing up. Uh, I'm kind of fascinated by this live golf thing. I don't know how much you're following on the live golf. Are you Are you up to date? I mean, I feel like I'm... I've just heard bits, bits and pieces of it. Okay. Yeah. Do you know anything about the live golf? I was actually informed about it just today by just like watching some like just t- TV today. Um, seems like it's a pretty hot topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they pulled Phil Nicholson's quote from like the very controversial oh, one. Oh, yes. Which I didn't, I heard it for the first time. Very heat comment. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it, this is on a much bigger scale because I mean, they got Mickelson and Dustin Johnson, which are stars, mm-hmm. but like a lot of leagues have tried that with like the XFL and, and that stuff. And then you had, um, the direction of, of splitting from leagues and getting more leagues is becoming more popular. So if this works, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, yeah, that's why I think this is pretty interesting because what if, I mean, these people seem to have a limitless pool of money. What yeah. if this works out for them, and all of a sudden they start saying, "Okay, I like basketball. Aaron Judge. What, yeah. what are you doing this? What are you doing this spring? Yeah, you're a free agent. Yeah, you know, or... <laughs> yeah. I think golf is probably the single easiest sport to do this with. It doesn't seem like there's a player association that is that strong mm-hmm. that would hold these people to this. Whereas in, I mean, other sports, NBA Players Association, NFLPA, yeah. I'm sure you're in a much more binded situation. Yeah. But if I don't know, you, like me, like I could see tennis doing it or something. Yeah, right? tennis, like, sure. Yeah, that's another one you could poach guys off one by one. I'm not. I bet golf was the easiest one to do. Why they would jump ship? Ship is pretty obvious. Phil Mickelson got 200 million just to go over. Wow. Dustin Johnson got 125 just to just go, go over. over. They got DeShembo and Patrick Reed today, which are another two guys that are pretty highly ranked and have been at one time. Those are a couple guys that wouldn't have been cheap. And then even on top of that, if you win the tournament this weekend, that's $4 million. Oh that's, the, that's the purse for the winner. Second was two. Third's 1.5. Fourth is one. And then if you're the last place, which, I mean, there's golfers in this who are not PGA golfers, quality golfers if you're last place in the first live event it's still 125 grand wow holy crap i know and then these guys going up there and saying well we don't look at where our money's from i mean it's financed by the saudi yes yeah it is it's the sovereign of the uh saudi saudis are just taking over all all sports at this point yes what's stopping them from giving tiger half a billion dollars Probably nothing. And Probably. why would you think Tiger would say no to half a billion dollars? No. Well, we know Phil Mickelson didn't to two hundred million. I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to watch what happens here because I mean the only one that's come out and said firm no is Ryder Cup, which Dustin Johnson said that was like a tough decision for him, but things are still eligible to change or whatever, and he's hoping he can still play in that. But I mean, Ryder Cup's the one. It's like Europe versus the U.S. Yes. Okay. Yes. So they've come out and said you guy. do that, oh, and yeah. you're not allowed. Oh, so sorry. They, these guys can play in the live golf league, but they can also come like show up at the Masters and stuff. Like at majors? Well, but, but that's they, what they're threatening them now with is like you're not allowed to show up to they've that. They've been doing that the whole time. They've been saying you can't do that, but uh, yeah, there's nothing firm that states that as that's far as I know. stopping them from showing and up the at the Masters. And the other thing is, is it would be tough for the PGA. From the PGA standpoint, I'm sure, if all your stars get poached by the live and then you're competing against like you know just random like there's a lot of star power at this point yes. in the other league and that that would pretty i feel like if they didn't allow them to play in majors you'd, you'd have yeah. really nobody that 
mm-hmm. you know, the product would be a lot worse. The best thing that's happening to the PGA is is now that the awareness is out there about live and where this is actually coming from, and there's more discussion about it. The best thing that's happened is live has no advertising. Live can't get a U.S. TV contract. Yeah. They can't get a Canada one. People are too afraid to latch on about the backlash they'd receive. The best thing that can happen to the PGA is that just keeps happening and nobody latches on. But if they keep throwing these, I mean, who knows what Deshembo got? I don't know if it's out there. But he said mm-hmm. five days ago he's not in a position in his life where he could risk doing it, and then five days later he did it. It's got to be close to two hundred then. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it is just fascinating. I, it's I, an interesting story, yeah. Mm-hmm. If sure. this started happening in another sport, I think it would just be the craziest thing ever. But it's uh, it's obviously a touchy subject. Do you subject. think it's similar at all with, like, the Super League? The soccer yeah, league? see? that's Yeah, that was one I missed on. Yeah. Kind of these separation leagues that are happening at all times. Yeah. It's like hostile takeovers. Yeah, yeah, but this one is a little yeah. probably sketchier with the whole human rights record and everything. Yeah. But at yeah. the same time, like subscription <laughs> service, I mean, we could make a subscription service if we wanted. Live Golf can, if you really, really like are a huge Mickelson fan and you actually want to watch this, you could just get a subscription service somewhere. Yeah. Um, they uh-huh. could make their own subscription service. That's right. Live Golf. Nothing's, mm-hmm. I mean, no one's getting backlash on that, yeah, that's right? right? So There's nothing you can, anybody can do about it. Nothing that, can, really. that that anyone true. can do about it. There's yeah. no, you know, TSN and Sportsnet aren't associated with yeah. ESPN, no one cares so yeah. i don't know the whole thing is uh pretty fascinating but anyway on to lighter subjects football the denver broncos have sold officially rob walton who's the son of walmart i don't know what creator inventor founder founder thank uh-huh. you the founder um <laughs> uh sam walton he purchases the denver broncos for record fee 4.75 billion it's the most expensive sale of a sports team in history. Rob Walton's 77. You know, you do a quick Google, you can figure these things yeah. out. It's all on Wikipedia. I don't know exactly what uh, this is going to change about the Broncos. I read that they had reached out to Peyton Manning about a role in the team. I do know that John Elway will stay involved with the Broncos. But um, I don't really know what this changes other than... I mean, this is just a crazy 4.75 bill. Shows you what, I mean, if Jerry wanted to put up the Cowboys, I bet that's about eight. Yeah. (laughs) So, I don't know. The fact that it's 4.75 bill for the Broncos is pretty crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Like, at this point, any sports investment, unless you're buying the Arizona Coyotes, I think any sports team you buy is just bound to double in, like, 20 years. So, (laughs) like, it just can't be bad. Um, I don't think it changes anything about the Broncos, but um, just, yeah. Seeing, seeing some of these teams get sold as like Chelsea, I know that's obviously a different sport, but just astronomical amounts of money. So, wasn't um like, wasn't there somebody that was looking into buying it like an athlete, like the Broncos? Yeah. I, I think there was eighty interested people. Yeah, but Russell I, Wilson was probably like, yeah. Let me see yeah. what, I, what my eighty million yeah, dollars can them. do. Let me, talk. <laughs> let me call him up. Yeah, Didn't AB want to buy it? Yeah, oh yeah, AB and, and Kanye. Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> They pulled yeah, together their two hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. The yeah. collective appearance. Maybe yes. like, do you think if I like we sold these glasses, like it might help? Or, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Do yeah. you think if we sold my game worn gloves yeah. from uh, yeah. <laughs> auction guys? Yeah, auction, auction. <laughs> auction. I'm actually appearing at a club on next Thursday. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. give me ten grand. Like, do you think we can <laughs> maybe put that to the fund? Yeah. Uh huh. Well, there you go. Broncos on the move. Los Angeles Rams. I don't understand this at all. Uh, there's a salary cap in football. So I don't know how yeah. it's possible that Aaron Donald, three years, 95, Cooper Cup, three years, 75. 
I don't understand how this works. Stafford's on a big one too, right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they have Ramsey. They just signed Bobby Wagner. Just signed Allen oh Robinson. God, God, they signed those I don't guys. understand how this is possible. Yeah, whoever is, like, is doing their accounting He needs, needs three like years, a, 95 million. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, he needs a, a contract extension. Uh-huh. I think it's... Uh, you know what? I'm going to get out in front of this collusion, actually, because the mm. Bears are the Bears are in cap hell. They're up to their <laughs> neck, and they can't figure it out, and they don't have half the team that the Rams do. <laughs> yeah. And the Rams are like, they don't have up. one player better than anybody on the <laughs> we Rams. We just mentioned. That yeah, we just yeah, mentioned. Exactly. Like, they took their best receiver, Allen Robinson, and he's now, like, a bottom receiver. Yeah, no, yeah. he's, like, 18th like, well, highest yeah, paid. They fit team. him, no yeah, problem. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, easy. The Bears are like, whoa, like, yeah. we have to scrape our pennies together for Pringle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't understand this sport at all. It doesn't make any sense. Do they to have me. a? They don't have a luxury tax or anything, right? No, no. It's just what? like so. It's like hockey. Have, yeah, like it's but, just a flat. But it's like they can because a lot of them are guaranteed. Versus and then you non, can move around. Yeah, you can tinker wow. around with the money. Wow, I know. Just respect. I meanwhile the Saints every year forty million over. Yeah, it's forty like, million. Paying, it's like who are you paying? Like we're paying Caesar Ruiz, yeah, like yeah. eighty million. <laughs> we have Taysom Hill. Yeah, yeah, long term. <laughs> Caesar Ruiz. That was a good one. Uh, big news from Bears Camp. Actually, crazy news. We just mentioned them, but this is a huge story. Team forced to cancel Tuesday's practice because they violated non-contact rules on Monday. So you can't hit yet, but Matt Eberflus or whatever that guy's name is just said, nope, we're hitting. And they went they went full contact on a Monday in June. I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm in. Oh, yeah. oh, I don't yeah. care. That is a football potato yeah. right there. You just want to get your injuries out. Like, yeah, just get them yeah, out of the yeah, way yeah, now. Because yeah, yeah. yeah, recover- the, yeah. start the recoveries early. Yeah. Start the recovery. Yeah. Exactly. Let's get some surgeries going. Exactly. Yeah. Get the surgeries going in June because you <laughs> might be ready for the Super Bowl. And there's nothing worse than that injury in August. No, right. nothing. Right before, like, ruins your week, fantasy draft. Ruins your fantasy draft. Ruins. So, Eberflus getting the injuries out of the way. <laughs> uh huh. Separate yeah. the weak Flush from, the from the system. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mooney, you're tearing your ACL. Good. Yeah, Whatever. exactly. Yeah. More yeah. rules for Pringle. That's yeah. what we're looking for. Yeah. Mm. Dan Campbell's looking at this like he's pissed. Like, oh, how did I think of this? Yeah. He's, he's like, like oh. we're doing like a, an actual like battering ram <laughs> yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's like DeAndre yeah. Swift. Buddy, this is what I meant. Yeah, hurt yeah. and injured. We gotta yeah, wait until Wednesday, dude. They're gonna be full game pads, yes. like the game uniforms against the Bears. Yeah, <laughs> scrimmage practice at full yeah. speed. Um, small stuff from some other mini camps. No Kyler Murray in Arizona. No Baker in Cleveland. Debo did go to San Francisco. No DK Metcalf in Seattle. And I don't know if you saw the photos of Lombardi Leonard Fournette. Looking absolutely like Kyle. He was yeah, like a Kyle Lowry build, like an Eddie Lacy. That's what Florida does to you, dude. It does (laughs) exactly. You got to watch your uh, March through Junes in Florida, I guess, because wow, he was looking big. Um, He also said Tom Brady hadn't lost a step. I saw that, but it appears that he might have lost a step in that process. Yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah. But anything on any of those? Um, Well, you know, I kind of don't want to talk about it, but I just think it's such a big, big deal. Like, are the Browns like? Should they maybe not say? Okay, so like, they should they kind of cut him? Because I know because in order to get him, they made his agent. They because remember there was a big bidding, and they were out of it. It appeared so one of the conditions was his agent could write the contract, and if they cut him, it's a hundred ninety million dollars in dead space. Wow. 
No, but that, but I'm also saying, like, why did, like, are we sure we should burn the bridge with Baker? Yeah. Is what I'm I saying. Because like yeah. they, like, ashes bid on him. They, I know. I, I don't know, think there's any turning back they're now. They're going to need him ASAP. It doesn't look good, Like, dude. let's start making some calls for Jimmy G at this point, is what uh, I would do. They don't have money. But they don't money have money. Because like, they can't pay They're not going to be able to field a football team No, year. exactly. They they threw all their money in someone who'll never play it down again. That's what they I don't think he's going to play. There's, there's no, no, there's no chance. There's, yeah. no, there's no possible chance, chance he plays. Okay, you can say what you're gonna say. I'm gonna have a question. Oh, for I you. was just gonna say there's uh-huh. no chance that he is playing. There, I, I would be absolutely. It's not even worth discussing the possibility of him playing. He's yeah. not playing. They need to get Baker back on the phone. But remember, <laughs> as our friend told us, they did get two other top 32 quarterbacks for the situation: Jacoby Brissett and uh, uh, Josh Dobbs. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, high-end backup. I love Josh Dobbs. Yeah, I've said uh-huh. this before in the pod. I'm a big fan. So they've secured those two options. But Baker, get him on the phone and get him in camp because he needs reps now. Yeah. We saw yeah, how that's... he was looking at the end of the year. It was the Lowry body. That's <laughs> June workup. Not here's, good. Here's my question. I don't get how like the Texans, because they basically like supplied him with NDAs and, and whatnot. And, and they are a defendant. Covered it up. Okay. So like, because... Isn't there some sort of I would I would I would think just logically that there should be some recourse for the Browns to be like hey this contract is void because they did things that should be that are you know that are the illegal Texans yeah well like, he because signed the, the contract Texans. with the Texans or no it or was with Browns. the Browns but the thing is that the Texans are defendants in the lawsuit they came out today but the Browns allegedly conducted their own investigation yeah. so they are and they also felt comfortable, comfortable enough to yeah yeah that is that <laughs> wild this has the potential to be the the browns are the most disgusting organization not in only all that sports and the right dumbest now. not only that yeah. the dumbest exactly yeah. this has the potential to be the worst contract in sports history without a i hope doubt. the browns never win a super bowl again mm-hmm. really i do too I agree. i'd love to see them suffer more exactly like you said 66 masseuses in 18 months 30 and uh, who knows how many how much more are going to come forward and you thought that was normal yeah also i mean obviously this is a hard right turn but he threw a nasty pick in otas <laughs> like it was it was abysmal there was literally like it was yeah. the worst pick I, did you guys see that yeah you that was cut so bad that. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> take the 190 million in dead space that was a hard right turn at least so you if they don't cut him they just sit on the roster yeah and they just pay him yeah, looks that contract. way. But speaking of OTA practice, to stay on that turn, Trey Lance, I actually have his stats from practice. How mm. about this? Okay. Practice stats. For courtesy of Grant Cohn. Trey Lance in the four practices the media attended this offseason. The mm. guy pulled the stats. Fifty for sixty-seven. Mm. Nice. Nice. Mm. You gotta be dotting it up. Yeah. Six touchdowns, two picks. So oh. now we're now we're getting practice stats. That's pretty good. This go. is bit, yeah. Go. It's going to be a new section yeah. on Pro Football Reference. You just get the little uh-huh. game stats, practice stats, uh, OTAs. Exactly. That's yeah. what it's all about. I love the OTA stats. I was I was getting deep into the weeds with Zach Wilson. Like I was, last year, I was reading like they they'd have guys at every practice. Like he had a good some good reps today. Threw a couple picks on the last possession. Talked to the guys. Like it was like full breakdowns about mm-hmm. minute to minute. So I love it. Like get me get me in there. Like I felt like I was in the huddle. Let's go. Yeah, it's like your uh, but what's his name? Michael Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no better way to increase a player's value than practice stats. That's like, right. The 49ers know they've missed. Exactly. Like at this point, if we're getting practice hey, stats, Grant, take a look at these numbers. Yeah, <laughs> they look. They, they, like, there's <laughs> no way he's good. So 49ers prop, prop, propaganda. Uh-huh. Um, 
Yeah, I'm not a fan of practice stats. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, now he's got Debo at his disposal too. You never true. know. I like how Debo just showed up and nobody said anything. Okay. All right. Yeah, he's happy yeah. He's a clown. yeah, that was a good two months. Yeah. Um, Romeo Cornell retired from coaching. This Love is the him. last one. Legendary. Over five decades working in the NFL. Oh, That's a beast. Big right there. football guy. I know. I think we just caught him at the tail end. I remember him as a Chiefs and a Texans. I know he had many years with the Patriots and I believe the Giants and the Niners. He was a. He was. I think he was a one-year guy. Was, or, sorry, with the did I say Niners? <laughs> you did say Niners. Yeah, Niners. Is it just me or what? Did he get like, uh, like he was an assistant, and then the head coach would get fired and he would take over? I feel like that happened yeah. like three times yeah, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. in his career. He oh, was yeah. like a permanent, like that was interim coach. Like, oh, that was he's name. been an interim coach like yeah. four times. It's like being a backup the, quarterback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. he was brought into those teams to breathe some hot air on the coach's <laughs> neck and <laughs> yeah. then take over <laughs> yeah. mid season. The Bears should have gone and replaced Matt Nagy <sighs> last year, and then they would have actually got rid of him mid season. You need the guy with experience. Five decades. I was wrong. He wasn't on the Niners. I was thinking of somebody oh, else. Tough. Yeah. Tough. Were you thinking of Jim Tom Sula? Because that's who I thought you were thinking. I'm thinking of. of, I'll figure out how. I love Jim Tom Sula. (laughs) Jim Tom Sula needs to get back. Um, Puck Avalanche sweep the Oilers four zero. Advanced to Stanley Cup final. Look, I'll be honest. I'd be shocked if the Avalanche didn't win the cup. I think the Avalanche are the best team. They got a decent amount of guys injured, though, at this point. They do. The lineup is but, piling up. I know Kadri, I mean, I don't think he's going to be back. Yeah. But, uh, no, oops. Um, no, that was uh, that's a great, great hockey team. Yeah. So uh, I don't think there's any shame from the other perspective. It was a great season. You never like to get swept two years in a row. But uh, this the first time in a while, I know Elliot Freeman said this, I agreed with it. This is the first time where it ended and it wasn't disappointment. It was like, this is where we should be. This is the level we need to be at. We know where we need to get better from here. I don't know. I, I wasn't even disappointed when we lost. I was more just sad that it was over because it has been one of the best six-week stretches in my life as a sports fan, as sad as that sounds. <laughs> Got to go to six playoff games, saw a game-winning goal, series-winning goal. It was so fun. I'm sad it's over. It was a great run. Yeah, I think there's definitely there should be a difference between being like sad and being disappointed with with the season. If you're if you're disappointed, like don't call yourself a Oilers fan. I don't yeah. know. I like you guys like they haven't been in the conference finals forever. Like disappointment after disappointment, you make it this far. Obviously, getting swept doesn't feel good, but I obviously like you said, it's first time in a while where it's like okay, this isn't a disaster. Like, yeah. Well, like we're we're chilling this off season. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, this is like this is where they should be. You know, I don't think they're that much worse than Colorado. Three games could have basically been toss ups there. The, the second one they got outclassed, but I think Colorado's better. I don't think there's any denying that. Oilers know what they need to get better at. I don't know. Yeah, it's a good season. You don't want anything on the Oilers elimination. No, no, I think you took a little more pride in the uh, elimination. Yeah, I was pretty happy about it. But, oh, that's uh, really yeah. rude. But whatever. <laughs> Rangers Lightning tied two two. Best of three now. Game five on Thursday. I'm actually enjoying this series quite a bit. I think the uh, Rangers have the home ice now. Obviously, in this best of three, but I think Tampa Bay has now turned on the engine oh, a little yeah. bit here. Yeah, which it's it's tough, but wow, when they get going and they don't even have point yet. I was saying I wouldn't be surprised after these two games they've won. I wouldn't be surprised they win the next two and just that you know they won the next the 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 four after going down two uh, zero just because they're such a such an automatic team. A mm-hmm. um, little bit of doubt was creeping in, but I mean, damn, it's Tampa, so they figured um, it out again. Yeah, they just get like you don't want to get Tampa Bay going. Like, no, when they get going, it's scary. So, uh-huh. and I think I, th- I think a finals of uh, the Avalanche and Tampa would be pretty crazy. The best possible comment I can give to the NHL is we said before the playoffs, all of us, 
I remember because I asked the question. When the Flames get eliminated, the interest goes down from the Flames fans in the room. When the Oilers get eliminated, it goes down from me. But the highest comment I can give the NHL is if it's a Lightning Colorado final, I will actually watch that. Yo, That's the I'm best watching comment that. I can give them. Owen yeah. is not watching. Owen's not watching. But I will watch. I don't know if it's because Edmonton played Colorado and I know them better now, but I'll be watching. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if w- what it is like... Like, Flames have made it to the playoffs before. I don't know if it's because they advanced around and I was more locked in on all the other teams, too. But I just, like, I've I've watched a lot of a lot of Colorado. I've watched a decent amount of Tampa. So I think, you know, I'll be pretty invested in the in the finals if that's what it, it comes to be. But even Rangers, I think I'd, I'd watch, too. So yeah. they're uh, a really fun team as well. So I agree. Hockey's done a good job this year of becoming more interesting. Speaking of more interesting, I think the most interesting experience of my entire life was last night. Oh. At 9.30 at a theater called Landmark Shaughnessy. I walked into this theater, this podcast. It started maybe f- three or four months ago. I don't totally remember when on a whim I asked Alex about Dr. Michael Morbius and if he was going to go attend the movie. So what's happened since then is then, if you were unaware, it got the worst reviews of any movie I think I've ever seen. Yeah. It was down at 7% mm-hmm. on the tomato meter. It got pulled from theaters and then it got memed so hard that it was brought back to the theaters for one week limited time. Yes. And what did this podcast do? Invested in tickets. Yeah. And saw Morbius. Yeah. And let me just say, if you are getting to this on Thursday or Friday, buy your tickets you uh, will not regret time it is of yes, it's time too. is literally you do not have a lot of time yeah, you were literally out. michael uh, spoilers you're literally michael before he's about to has to switch over to drinking human blood yes okay you're yeah. up against the you're clock the, yeah. artificial is only going to work for so much longer uh-huh. yeah you got four hours and 22 <laughs> more minutes uh-huh. and you got to take down milo yeah yeah what of movie yeah Get well, your tickets. Yeah. Get your tickets. please uh-huh it's the best roi you will ever yeah. ever receive in your life i've yeah. never the the nine dollars I spent, I mean, <laughs> highway robbery, like uh-huh. Owen yeah. said. I hope you kept your tickets. Yeah, and I hope you put them on the fridge when you got home. <laughs> yeah, because that was a classic. Like, there's almost nothing. I, I was thinking about it. It's like, what what could you spend your money on that be m- worth more than, than more. Morbius? And I was thinking, like, there's probably next like nothing. No Morbius merch. Like, I'd rather starve a meal. Like, yes. Just, yes. Just like just lunch. Discard. Like no. Morbius. Morbius. Like, watch Morbius. More, more. Yeah. More, more, more. More, more. more. And here's the thing is we need more people to watch it because if enough people watch it, then we get a sequel. Yes, And then that helps. It's Rising Tide helps lifts all ships. Yes, it does. (laughs) Yes, it does. Now, we're going full spoiler mode because I don't... I'll be honest here. Here we go. Spoiler alert. I don't think the audience is running to see Morbius like we did. Yeah. Um, there is going to be a part two, no matter what we say, because they set up for part two. Yeah. Now, if that they part two is going straight to Life Channel, I don't know. But it is going to be a part two because they've invested they, everything yeah, in the part two. Yeah, they invested way too much. <laughs> they invested 10 minutes in setting up the part two. Yeah. It's like, is this going to end right now? Oh, it is. Oh, no. oh. oh, it's over. But there's a part two. Yeah. So it's not really over. Uh-huh. They um, wrote the post credit scene, I think, before they actually wrote the entire movie. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they worked backwards. Yeah. yeah. And then accidentally <laughs> slipped a scene from the back at the front and didn't really explain <laughs> yeah. why it was there. Yeah. Um, 
need to go see this if you haven't seen it and and we are in looking into actively purchasing some maybe some m merchandise uh-huh. yes maybe i'm gonna i'm some gonna blankets. dm yes uh-huh bed sheets, bed sheets. Uh-huh. i'm gonna dm uh mr moore jared leto and i'm yeah. gonna see about maybe getting him on here getting a collab going because uh-huh. i really want to talk i want to go behind the green room here i want to go yeah. behind the curtain and i want to get, get inside his brain i do yeah. i do yeah. i don't know what's in there but it, it was uh uh, it yeah. was an experience. I yeah. watched in, some interviews after too. Just oh, did you? Did like you? I was, I was loved it. Like it was post game in the NBA yeah, post game because it was. I was like, I'm not joking when I say this. I thought about it when I went to bed, when I woke up, uh-huh. and just throughout the entire day, I've just been thinking about the movie because yeah. it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons he said why he, you know, wanted to do this movie, why he accepted the role, was because <laughs> was it because obvious already. he felt. <laughs> He felt right. very connected to Morbius. Right. <laughs> he felt that it was him and Morbius oh. had a lot of connections. Did they both reject the Nobel Prize yes. in real life? Yes, exactly. And um, and honestly, it was an all-time performance from Jared Leto. He said it himself in the interview, too. Juggling Dr. Michael Morbius, uh-huh. Dr. Michael Morbius' ripped version, healthy yes. version, yes. Uh-huh. The, the and morb and morb <laughs> and morb original dr michael jack yeah. doctor dr michael yes um olympic dr michael and morb and morb <laughs> was really difficult now i don't yeah. think a lot of actors could have done that could have played four characters in one movie uh-huh. no yeah I don't, don't forget so. kid morb either he was in there well not morb yet he yeah. Was yeah not morb yet Do- kid mike. dr michael yeah morbius <sighs> there wasn't doctor no yeah it's mike well i mean he michael. fixed the guy with the pen spring yeah that was uh, that's it's when he went dog mode yeah uh-huh. that was crazy i i don't know why like it got that much hate at, at that point at uh, that I point do. at that point when it's so bad yeah just accept it for how bad it is yeah, yeah. people are, were actually telling me don't go see this movie no yeah go no. see this movie because it's it is bad but you're gonna have a fun time watching yeah, it. Yeah, and anybody who's saying not to watch this movie, they've probably seen it themselves and they don't want they're hoarding it. They don't want yeah. you to yeah. experience yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. don't want you to go morb mode like the rest of us yeah. did. And for the people who declined invitations, Adam, yeah. Katie, uh-huh. you missed out. Oh uh-huh. that was the performance of a lifetime. Yeah. You missed out Jared Leto shotgunning bags of blood. <laughs> yes. Blue. Yeah. Like it was red, twisted tea. Like it was twisted tea. Uh-huh. Like he was ripping a Capri Sun, a yeah. Kool-Aid. <laughs> In those little, you know, uh, aluminum, like a like a like a yogurt yeah. tube, like yeah. a yogurt yes, it tube. Was. It was like a full turn, yeah. like uh-huh. a, like a picture. Uh, what's the cyclone? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. He was uh-huh. just popping it. Oh, yeah. There was just so many good scenes. Dude, it had it had action, romance, romance. romance. <laughs> Never water saw romance. romance coming. It had detective like, like yeah, like, mystery uh-huh. incognito type <laughs> vibes. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I just want to say, like, if you guys, the other advantage to seeing it is. A lot of we're trying to get the message out, but like a lot of people aren't spreading the word around, so the theater is probably gonna be empty. So you can go full yeah, more mode. Because, if you can see it empty, yeah. that's also a plus. Yeah, the, you, you're mean, gonna want it. You're gonna want to like. You're gonna want to like get fired up. This yes. is a movie that you watch with your whole body. Yes, yeah. it is. It's not a sit there and be still type no. of movie. Yeah. You need a runway to get up and maybe I don't know <laughs> fly through the sky with Doctor Mike. But 
I will say the highlight of the movie, Alex and I, Alex walked up to the, it's a personal experience, Alex walking up to the teller and saying two to Morbius and the guy trying to like hide a laugh. And then we get in there and it's just the two of us. And beforehand I texted Owen, make sure to get seat seven because I don't know how full this is going to yeah, be. Yeah, touch and go. And we walk in and it is just us. We all sat down. It was four of us. We sat down. We were getting hyped. Oh. There was a Morbius chant because nobody else is in the theater. And then right as it's about to begin, a guy, he must have been. I don't know, 50, 60, comes in with a Molson Canadian and no popcorn and just sat down on in our row on the other end. And we made an executive decision. We're just going to talk through this anyway. Oh, yeah. This guy can just enjoy the show. And enjoy it, we did. He's the first wow. person I've ever seen bring a beer to a movie yes. like a yes. movie theater uh, yeah. and he brought it to morbius yeah like i don't, I don't know if they Leto. sell that i feel like they don't so yeah he, must have, he smuggled it in <laughs> i wasn't gonna keep quiet no, i don't care no. who came in but I, yeah, was... I can't blame you for that no, no it was just such an exhilarating yeah. movie i couldn't stay in my seat i yeah. literally could not stay in my seat i, I don't feel good either yeah phil yeah. lost his hat how good it was yes yeah. Yeah. we did. spent 50 <laughs> minutes in the movie theater trying to find theater mind you an empty theater yeah at one point i got up and i threw my hat like it was a Evander kane hat trick and i lost it behind a chair and we spent 20 minutes looking for that i so. didn't want the movie to end how about that yeah. yeah i didn't want the movie to end and when it did end like me screaming like that was actually real like it i was, was actually pissed it, that I, it ended i was too i, I was, that actually was actually so genuine pissed. uh-huh yeah. it, I, mean, I was genuine the whole segment let's get that on the record yes but, wow morbius starring jared leto uh-huh. 10 out of 10 go get your tickets now but Maybe like it's better in person and it's better with a runway. So maybe yeah. book a weird time for the show. <laughs> Tuesday at yeah. nine thirty. Recommendation works great. Yeah. Uh huh. From experience, we got segments and then we're done for Wednesday night and Thursday morning. Going to be exciting. I have two segments today. I don't know what you guys have. What you guys got? I got a uh, uh, power rankings. I also um, have a power rankings. Deck. What do you have on? Um. I'll click something up. Okay, we're working. Let's on go. That. Let's was, go. Little Doctor Mike. <laughs> you were just thinking about quick doctor, turnaround. Doctor Morb. Oh yeah, I did uh-huh. forgot. That's yeah. okay. Like when Morbius built his own lab out of like a couple computers. And out of like a freaking a out of counterfeit took machine. A Volkswagen down. Yeah. And he made a he made a, a centrifuge and was started cooking up potions. And dude. he got yes. bats in the cave yeah. in the corner again. Exactly. And he got that bag of Fritos or whatever he was buying. Yeah, yeah. Fritos, and Cheetos, he whatever the hell. An entire tube of bats from the, his girlfriend yeah. for who knows how long yeah. yeah like they were in there just making noise and she and he's that yeah uh-huh dr uh-huh. mike dude what a devious guy anyway yeah. <laughs> segments we got a dial in to finish this off what do you have for power rankings alex uh so for my power rankings um i a lot of ota talk and a lot of quotes it just feels like deja vu just like the same storyline mm-hmm. where i see welcome and to I'm the like, nfl welcome to the nfl <laughs> um so I kind of just did a power rankings of just like OTA storylines. Um, and and number one is like the the one I care least about. And I did a top five. Um, just ones that are irrelevant, ones that we hear every year, and ones that we know the outcome 98% of the time. So we're going from five to one. Here. We're going to five to one, okay? At number five, um, we have rookie player looking to improve in year two. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a staple. Najee Harris looking to improve. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, all these... Uh, poor, you had a bad rookie year. He's looking to improve. Zach year Wilson. Uh-huh. He's getting ready for year two. Big leap. Big, Big leap. Uh-huh. Big yes. leap. Who's going to take the leap? To exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh. Who's going to take the leap? I saw uh, Pitts 
is is also trying to take a leap. I think he's working on his his like mental health, his right. like strength, mm-hmm. like all that stuff. He's trying to take a leap. So uh-huh. it's pretty good to see guys trying to get better, trying yeah. to be good yeah. at their job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's pretty sick. Well, you really have to lock in if you're Pitts, especially because you're competing against Zacchaeus for target. That is <laughs> true. A tough matchup. Mm-hmm. And Mariota, I mean, when you got a Ferrari at quarterback like that, you really got to be ready. <laughs> oh. So, but it's five, okay? Because there, there, there's worse. Okay. Number four, we got uh, players had to be separated at practice today because they were, you know, way too angsty, mm. too much competitiveness, too much testosterone in the room. Uh-huh. Like Bears practice. Bears practice. <laughs> like, I yeah. I don't care. <laughs> this happens all the time. What, like, what? The team's going to fold now because they had a fight at practice. It was no. like three guys, like, shoved each other once. Uh-huh. And then they can't pra- get the odds. And now, yeah. And now it's like, oh disaster how how yeah. are they gonna how are they gonna compete this season and come together as a team yeah mm. i love that in the words of uh, dan campbell it fired me up it did that's it what i that's what i have to say about that me. let's go yeah uh yeah <laughs> at number three uh star player doesn't show up because of a contract dispute uh, dk mm. metcalf yep. dk metcalf yeah. kyler murray kyler yeah. murray big i'm big or mayfield who knows i don't know 98 <laughs> of the time they just they show back. up anyway. Yeah. Or they get franchise tagged. It's like, too bad. Like, you're going to have to play for us. Yeah. So it's another storyline where I'm like, all right, this, I know how this is going to end. It's not really that important. I mean, goddamn, we saw Aaron Rodgers. I thought when Aaron Rodgers, like, all the stuff he went through and then he ended up re signing with the Packers, that, that was the nail in the coffin for me because I really thought he was going to leave. Yeah. But when Aaron Rodgers is re signing with the Packers, then everything's pretty chill. Yeah. And on that note, like, Thank you, Aaron, for letting us know that you're going to retire with the Packers. Uh, that's what Packers. I was going to say. Yeah, Thank that you. Too. The yeah. three-year contract didn't tip me off, bro. I didn't figure that one out yet. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers' 2021 season goes down as an all-time oh. overplayed the cards in your hand, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he had no other market, bro. It was over. So, yeah, that, he did you know, kind of murder that one in cold blood. Exactly. Because he, you know, hit, uh, we, we at nauseum. At mm-hmm. number two, storyline that I do not care about at OTAs is said player lighting it up at practice mm, and yeah. a guy that's not very good too like a guy that we've seen for three four years now play <laughs> professional competitive football and it's like he's yeah. he's yeah. cooking up that it's like, db that yeah. we don't even know if he actually knows how to play football it's like yeah. guys did you see what justin jefferson was doing yesterday yeah, yeah. it's, like, it's yeah. like did you see nelson aguilar yeah nelson practice. aguilar was cooking our yeah. dbs yeah yeah uh-huh. Kendrick like, Bourne is looking scary this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Don't yeah. pick him in your fantasy <laughs> league. Yeah, it's always a fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's always sleeper. Yeah, sleeper. Yeah. I've been hearing about what Dallas Goddard's been doing, and uh, yeah. be on the lookout. Yeah. But three of the DBs have been holding out for contract disputes. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, which one is it? Yeah. Uh-huh. So we actually don't have enough corners, so it's he's he's yeah, getting the guys off the yeah. street. Yeah. Uh-huh. We had Dan Campbell in there defending <laughs> him. Or even, or even, I'll just add this one in here too. Or like the videos. Remember last year we saw the videos of Julio doing like. Basic like running and catching drills, like and a like, tree. He looks different. Uh-huh. Yeah, like Julio in a Tennessee. Wow, oh, wow. get locked in. Yeah. Like, get, got him off let's turf get used to me. this. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> you're gonna be seeing a lot of this this year. Wow, <laughs> he get him off turf and he's on grass. Julio, <laughs> and then this one, I kind of like. I don't know. I'm addicted to this storyline. I've just been saying it all the time. But the number one most overrated uh, OTA storyline is he's in the best shape of his life. That's what line. I thought was going to be number one. That one's number one. I, I I'm sorry. What, what what do you want me to do? I got to put it at number one. Um, it happens every year, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he does play good. Maybe he doesn't. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to point. Go back to the storyline when it's you know December and they're playing the divisionals, being like. Yeah. This, this reporter had it. Oh, yeah. He knew. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say 
probably most of the players in the NFL are in pretty good shape. Yeah. Probably, yeah. I might, I'm going to go out on a limb. Fournette. They're probably all close to the shape <laughs> of their life. Yeah. Probably most of them. <laughs> most of yeah. them are at the peak of the powers right now. Yeah. Most of them are more mode yeah. right now. Yeah. No, I agree. The shape of his life is always a tough one. Oh, and it's yeah. always the best when it's a QB. It's like, you're not going to run anyways. Yeah. yeah. Like, what? <laughs> You would do a three-step drop. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Like, that's oh, going to be a quick three steps, though. It's like, all, he'll have, it, oh, you explosion. know, that extra point one on the release time is going to be crazy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, it always is tough when you, I mean, for me, it's Najee Harris. Like, that's my guy. You brand it up. And then I hear, I added 10 pounds and look out. It's like, yeah. guys, like, I don't want to, like, like I, I'm not open for the bullying yeah. here. I got to be selective, and I don't want to be selective. But that was a good power rankings. I like that. Some good OTA talk, too. Power rankings for me. And then I'll do mention invention. This week I uh, I begun a new summer job, and it's always tough when you first start out somewhere. You go to a new school or Not first easy. day of anything, really. And for me, if you're like me, I'm a nervous Nelly type of guy. Yeah. I, I do <laughs> get too. the sweats, and I, I usually <laughs> overthink the first day. So I power ranked the uh, the things that. The worst fears oh, yeah. you get on your first day. And 99.999% of the time, things are going to go fine yeah. because nobody cares about you. But you know what? I, I still get the fear. So here's the top five, and we're going from five to one. Number five, forgetting to brush your teeth or put on deodorant or be hygienic. Like if you get to, oh. the, to, get to the building and you're like, oh, boy, like we got a problem because you're going to be nervous. That's a tough one. Uh-huh. Like that's happened to me a couple times. Um, when you get that like whiff, and you're like, I can't believe I forgot to put the order. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. my shift is just starting. And you're yeah. super nervous too, so you're sweating buckets. Yeah, and then it, it makes it worse. Yeah. yeah, and <laughs> that, and when you do the, because I'm, I actually, I think I might have to get like Botox because I'm actually a bad sweater. But when you do the like <laughs> the chicken wing to like feel out yeah. how much you sweat, <laughs> uh, like, and if it's like up or down or if you're still good, or that the one's back. tough. What about the back? Oh, oh boy, that one's embarrassing because yeah. it's like I'm only 20 years old. I shouldn't be like yeah. sweating on my back. <laughs> I shouldn't much. be like the guy in the first row of the Bears game. Yeah, like, yeah. locked in. <laughs> I shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's tough. Number four, I got missing out on a key email the day before you start. Oh. When you're thinking like, oh, I did that. I did that this year. <laughs> like, oh no way. How how did it go? Okay, so she emailed me, my boss emailed me the week of, and I was still I, I was in summer mode, so I was uh, like, no. I do this thing where like. Once I finish something, I it's out. Yeah, I haven't checked my school email in. Oh yeah, I don't yeah. check last it. Day. And then I don't I don't start checking it until I clock in the first shift. And so she's like, "You need this police check. You need to start at this time." Drink and deposit. like the police check, I was like, oh, "Heat!" Like, drove to the police station, had to get the police check. It was like a week late. Oh yeah, they had uh, to call me because I hadn't responded to the email. They're like, "You are showing up this day." I was like, "Yeah, like I'll uh, be there." And I was like, "Ah, oh, my bad." Yeah, or yeah. you missed the key. For me, it was. Um, this day's actually on Zoom, so don't go to the office. And Ooh. I checked it the morning of, and I was like, wow. wow <laughs> thank goodness I took a look at the emails beforehand. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's oh, always my. tough. So that's it for Number three is not being able to do an extremely mundane thing with everybody watching. Like open the door <laughs> uh-huh. or like pushing on a pull yeah. or not being able to plug something in or yeah. anything that's very, very second grade level and you just can't crack the code. Uh-huh. That is number three. Yeah. yeah, in my job, that happens a lot. There's like a lot of things that you have to know. And then sometimes you just overthink like the most basic mm-hmm. thing. It's just like a twist that you do to take a cap off or something. And there's no worse feeling than when like your, you know, your preceptor, your mentor, whatever just goes over and is like Did this one is, second. Yeah. Or you're like, can you help me with this? And they're yeah. just like, 
where, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. like a three sec, like just a twitch. <laughs> couple twists. Couple yeah. twists. Like it's I done. went into the office building like the first day. And I was like super nervous. And so the guy went in front and they have the revolving doors. Oh. And so I was like, I can make this. Like I tried, I like oh. tried to shove in the same one. I tried to split the gap and the door like hit me. And the dude like turned around like, like, what are you doing? And so I was like, like, so, like sorry. And I had to like take, I just step back and like go in the next one. Like it was so embarrassing, dude. I wanted to like just leave. Not being able to work the oh, spinning door. Like, he's trying to get time, in there. Dude. Like I yeah. was like, I was like, I can like, it's I can make I can it, dude. Make it. That happens to me at hotels <laughs> more than anything with my suitcase. It'll just get caught oh, in yeah. the door. So embarrassing. Just, the door's trying to turn. <laughs> doesn't go. That is tough. Uh, number two, I got being completely underdressed or overdressed. Like just the fear of being like it says business casual. Oh. Like if I come in in like a long sleeve shirt oh. with no logo, yeah. is anybody gonna care? type beat and then oh they're in suits yeah <laughs> that's a fear that's yeah. tough that's tough would you guys rather be overdressed or underdressed Over. Over. i'd rather be overdressed oh, being underdressed sure. is really like this guy's not serious yeah, yeah exactly it's <laughs> like, like why did you think yeah. this was okay yeah type beat. if and anything that's with overdressed phobia. you look good and you just yeah that, and then that's they'll just make fun of you for being like the best dressed yeah. exactly uh-huh. like, yeah uh, there's no I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. I look too good. Dressed yeah. to impress. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. You can come up. Making me look bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh-huh. There you go. Yeah. See, now we're talking. Number one, uh, getting completely ro- lost on the commute slash taking a wrong turn. That, oh. that for oh. me, it's wrong turn in particular when you're going somewhere and you're up against the clock and then anxiety. it starts giving you the rerouting, rerouting. <laughs> and you're just like, no, I didn't mess this up. There's yeah. no way. And then it's no. nine minutes, 16 minutes. <laughs> No, for me, it's um, not a wrong turn. It's missing the exit, dude. Yes, yes and there's yes, not an exit for yes. the next 10 minutes. And you're like, damn. You're just glued to the right lane. Yeah. You're like, please give me the exit now, now, yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are my phobias in the power rankings for uh, first day of something. So, Golly, dude. I know. Those are some tough ones to put on. That's really good. That was, those are some good ones. Thank you. Not as good as the dad rankings. Those were uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a classic performance. And then mention invention. I'll do this one and then Owen can go. Uh, Taco Bell was in the news this week. I don't know if you saw it, I but did. their new location actually looks like an office building. Now, that was the yeah. extent of what most people saw. No, is that what you saw or did you see the deeper video? I just saw the photo from the outside like yeah. the purple. Yeah. yeah. So, it's a, uh, if I could describe it, it's a gray building, two stories purple sort of highlights it does look like an office building picture yeah. an office building but i bet you didn't know it is the coolest building of all time well, i bet because taco I, bell doesn't mess around oh they uh-huh. don't and this is called i believe taco bell there's a third word this is a specific it's the first restaurant of its kind like this in the world it's called taco bell like like revolution express or yeah premium it's yeah. like some some word like that yeah. i didn't write it down but anyway here's the, here's the situation they have four drive-through lanes okay okay, okay. so you I pull like in One's for traditional drive-through. You go in and it's like a regular, yeah. whatever. I'll get this and this, right? One is for door dashers, so you hit Ooh, that nice. lane if you have the door dash. <laughs> and then two is for mobile order pickup. Two lanes are for the mobile nice. order pickup, so you slide in and do that. Now it doesn't stop right there because here's the headline news: You order your food on your phone. You get a QR code. So this works for everybody. And the traditional drive-through, you order it on the phone, you or you yeah. do the tablet thing, you scan, whatever. You get a QR code, you go up to your pickup zone, and you scan your QR, and from the second story of the building, it drops it down like an elevator oh in a little tube. Wow. So you just scan your QR when you walk up, it drops it down. There's no humans involved. It just does it all itself. Well, who's cooking the f- well, human. Oh, okay, okay. But, but, but the, the delivery. Yeah, the mm-hmm. delivery is. 
Welcome yeah. to the future. Exactly. Welcome wow. to the future. You should see the video because it's like a little uh, metal tube and then the metal like slides off and then it's glass and then the glass slides up and then your food's like right there. That on is the tray. awesome. It is awesome. awesome. It looks unbelievable. Um, now, why in the world they chose Minnesota for this? It's like a random city in Minnesota. It's not even Minneapolis. It's just like in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> oh, but apparently it's the home base of the tube company. So they, uh, wanted to, so they wanted to play a home game with the tubes. Mm, yeah. Um, but wow, I I would go to just check this out. If it was like a forty-five minute drive from where yeah. I was, I would go out of the way I to would. take a look. I would. Yeah. I would. I yeah. need the experience though. Like I need my my food getting delivered in that tube. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I don't think you can go in. I didn't look that up, but I don't think you can go in. How oh, do you I, get I've seen oh, a couple shoots to the outside. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Does. I've seen a couple Starbucks. Um, places where you can't go in it's just strictly drive-through mm-hmm. so yeah pretty cool it's but like two stories driving. though but two stories yeah so what happens in the main like it's just like kitchens and stuff i believe yeah. so yeah i believe they expect wow. a lot of activity at this so. a lot of activity but i'm sure they're pumping your food out in seconds i then. bet it's fast if there's no one coming through uh through in, into the building this also seems like it has massive potential to be just a nightmare you get the wrong food and it's like i need a human to like communicate with <laughs> yeah. and get my right sandwich it's like bet 365 you're like trying you're yeah. talking to someone like through text message like yeah can i please get my money for this no <laughs> he scored overtime not regulation throwing a rock at the like this yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. No, hey, attention. hey yeah. hey yeah uh-huh just yeah. trying to dive in yeah, yeah. hello hi <laughs> i only got one gordita yeah maybe something like that wrong, wrong. <laughs> what'd you have on okay so we mentioned earlier in the show that uh the pack or sorry not the packers the broncos were just bought by rob walton so there's a little bit of a changing of hands there changing mm-hmm. of the guard um and so i wanted to do a power ranking of the my favorite nfl owners oh, oh yeah, okay cool. okay yeah so i, like I got a top list. five here and I and to clarify, I like these guys. I don't. I'm not saying I like them and what they do. I kind of like them as a character. Uh, yeah. that's oh, how okay, I'm kind of okay. viewing this. Is like okay. different characters. character rankings. Yeah, like yeah. who would be good in a TV show? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you might. This might be too low, so I want to hear what you guys think. But okay. at number five, I got Jerry Jones. I would just left him off. I don't really like the guy, but he is definitely. But he's the worthy most of being in the consideration. Yes. Yeah, he is, uh-huh. and, and I don't love him either. But I think for reputation and like star power, mm-hmm. he deserves a spot. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yes. like we're gonna give Carmelo the spot in the starting five because of the reputation part. Yes, yeah. you know. Yeah, I went to the Cowboys Eagles game at AT and T Stadium maybe five years ago, and the Cowboys lost like fifty one to seven. It was amazing. But Jerry Jones, it was his Hall of Fame year, so he gave a speech at halftime. <sighs> And I don't think a person left the stadium at halftime to, like, get food. It was just, like, we're here for Jerry's speech. Like, yeah. it was, like, wow. the football game was secondary. And I was like, you people are nuts. This guy's, wow. like, just absolutely no, they, brainwashed you. Yeah. He's not mm-hmm. my favorite, but I respect the hell out of him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll shake your hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got some amazing quotes, too, like, when he said, um, what watch in the nude. Yeah, he watched in the nude, and he said something. He said like he would kill for the them, or he would do anything. Yeah, he would kill himself for the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl. No, he said yeah. he would do anything. Like, oh, yeah, literally anything. anything. Yeah. yeah, and to get a picture of him when he was playing college for Alabama with yeah. a teammate on yes, the sidelines. That's right. I, I remember doing that way back. I had that. I had the scoop on that story. Yeah. Yes, you did. Literally would do anything. Yeah. So that's my number five, and number four, I got uh, Robert Kraft. 
So I like Robert Kraft because I think he portrays himself as like this kind of like grandpa type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like an older like a sleepy guy. Yeah, like sleepy older guy. But I feel like like in reality, he's pretty cutthroat. Yo, okay. I think so. Okay, That's, think so. so I like kind of like him because he's really good at the media game. But at the same time, I feel like behind the scenes, like he runs a pretty tight ship. My favorite thing about Rob Kraft is he's worn the same shirt for 25 years. Yeah, I was going to say like that. That's like a genius move when they're yeah. like, uh, that's literally like the geniuses like uh, Jobs uh-huh. and Zuckerberg. They're like, they put no time into their outfits because they know like. Yeah, one. exactly. And for Rob, it's the blue shirt with yeah. the white collar yeah. and yeah. the red tie. Yeah. yeah. Every that's single exactly day. Right. Time is money. 40 years. And so. he's been telling that Tom Brady story for <laughs> years. <laughs> years. Yeah. Years. Never, ever, ever considered not telling him. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I don't even know if it's true. To yeah. be honest, we don't, don't even know at this point. Like, at this he point, said it so many times. Yeah, he might have even have been like, it's a fun, kind of a funny story to tell. Like, kind of embellish it. Like, maybe Tom Brady uh, said something to him. But at this point, whatever did happen, he truly believes Tom Brady's like the only person who's ever said this. Tom Brady said it, and it came to pass. Well, he forgot it's even a fake story at this point. <laughs> yeah. He can't even remember. I, I was going to say he's convinced one himself. of those lies at first that you just keep going to that uh-huh. it became real in your mind. <laughs> yeah. You didn't even remember it was a lie. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, it just happened. Yeah. Okay. So number three, I've got uh, Dan Snyder. <laughs> and you're going alone on this one. <laughs> I don't think he. I, I think he. So he's a horrible person, right? Yeah, I'm going with yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's a pretty bad guy because I don't think he cares. Like he kept the name like what it was for years. He kept the team in the FedEx like field for as long as he could, even though it was horrible. Like he does not care about his players and uh you respect the laziness i respect the laziness i respect like the like i made all this money i do what i want with my football team like you get away yes yeah and i like uh, it was very well i don't like anything about it yeah, but <laughs> i thought that uh when they stumbled onto the football team and at first it was a meme and then it actually became good kind of like morbius um <laughs> and then he that. was like you know what i'm changing it it was just so perfect <laughs> yeah. snyder so yeah. I'm I'm not with you on that one. I personally gonna I'm gonna slot him in at 32. Okay, but uh, you can put okay. him where you want. Number four, I got the Packers. Well, number two, sorry, number two, I got the Packers. Oh, okay, let's, let's go yeah. all all uh, thirty thousand. Yeah, all yeah. thirty thousand because it's like a fun little it's like a fun little thing. It is. It's cool. It's cool. And they have to remind you that they're a proud owner of Uh the Green Uh Bay Packers of Wisconsin. And the best part is it's like true football fans because you pay for it. You pay like whatever it is, like a thousand thousands of dollars or hundreds of dollars to get a piece of the Packers. And it's like not a real investment. (laughs) Like No. It doesn't like increase or decrease in value. It's like you get a piece of paper like you're a Packers owner. And then... You get to say you're a Packers owner, yeah. I guess, is what you get out yeah. of it. I guess that's the Some perk. of them wear these things on their head. They're like called like cheese heads. I don't know if uh-huh. you guys have seen them. They're like what these triangular those? things. Oh, triangles? They're like, they're like made out of foam. Do they have little holes I think most in them? of them wear those. Idea. Sorry? If, if they, have, they have little holes in them? They do. You can they tell do. it's cheese yeah, yeah, it like, uh, yeah. and not uh-huh. a, just a it's like just orange triangle. Yeah, So I think most of them wear those too. So if you're having trouble figuring out who's an owner, just kind of look. They're hard to find, but. Do they have like a name? Nah, now you're asking too much, dude. Okay. They're kind of low key. They're I don't even know key. if they sell them at the stadium. Okay. Yeah, they All might right. not. You might have I think to cheese heads. Maybe, maybe. 
That's how, um, we'll do some research. Uh, well, let's do our own research on that one and then dive in. Yeah. I will say, because you mentioned investments, I think that the greatest idea of all time, probably the worst idea, actually, but I would actually do this because I'm stupid enough to fall for it. If I could invest in a sports team instead of the stock market, Yo. I would do that. Oh, yeah. yeah. 150%. Yeah. I would be so oh. in on that. Yeah. I would be buying and selling every single day, but that also seems like a fantastic way for someone to steal all my money. So I'm <laughs> yeah. actually not yeah. going to support yeah. that. Yeah. It's a good idea, though. It was in theory. Yeah, uh, and then to unveil my number one spot in the power rankings, I have Jim Irsay, and yes. I love Jim Irsay. Yes, I think sometimes he gets slept on because he doesn't have maybe like the. I mean, it's like a sm- a little bit of a smaller market, maybe, and yeah. he doesn't really have the star power. He hasn't. I don't think he's been in the game as long as like a Jerry Jones or yeah. Rob Kraft has. He's not a legend yet, but he's on his way. He's on his way, and and what he understands that a lot of these guys don't understand is he gets the social media game. Mm. Yes, because Jerry Jones, his his thing is, like, if you want, if you want, like, a statement from me. I'm going to get a giant mic and I'm going to scream it out at the stadium yeah. or you're going to have to get me on XM radio. On my radio station. Yeah. Exactly. You're going to find me on FM 97.3. Yeah. Yeah. And only like 50 people that still listen to radio in the vicinity of that station will get it. Are going to be able to hear it. In Waco, Texas. Yeah. But Jim Irsay, he's, you know, a little bit I guess I'm assuming a little bit younger, but yeah. he's hip to the social media game, so he's like engaged in the Twitter audience. He did that we were on the beat about that that game we show where he's he like genius of the week for trivia yeah people we forget were. yeah and he like will like chew out his players on twitter he'll like say how bad carson wentz is yeah it's uh-huh. uh I, I i respect him and i think he is i think he's just he knows what he's doing with the with the internet he might be my favorite yeah, yeah. everybody awesome. at home who doesn't fall at jim or say on the bluebird go fall at jim or say on the bluebird yeah another thing he does that i love is just complain about the weather yeah, I like yeah. that too. Yeah. I like what well, every day there's usually happy birthday, Ryan. And it's just like some like fourth string safety on the Colts. Like, <laughs> yeah. what a guy. You know, yeah. he's just yeah. that plugged in yeah. daily. The Colts are his life. And, and he's a bit neurotic too because a lot of the tweets he drops are like 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be Whoa. like a 3 a.m. bomb. Whoa. That's what I'm saying. I think he's like intoxicated. Like, he's had some controversies over the years. Don't, I mean,. For the like we said, these aren't the <laughs> yeah. best like people, yeah. or, like de- good morals and good yeah. humans. We're just it's we're a just, ca- it's we're the best characters. character rankings, yeah. character power rankings. Because yeah. that's why I, I don't know these guys. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. What, I know some of the bad things they've done, some of the good things. Yeah. But to me, these guys are characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just clarify that to clarify that again. There we go. Well done. Yeah, you did good. I like that show. That was a good show. That was a great show. It was ten. Yeah. Fantastic. Unbelievable show. Ten. Ten. Love it. Well, we'll be back on uh, Monday morning. Probably going to talk about uh, the NBA Finals, if I had a guess. Those are still going on. Yes. Going to talk about... The NBA Finals is tough right now. I'm going to say this, and I won't say much more because I know we're up against the clock. But the NBA Finals, you always forget how hard it is to get into the groove because there's so many days apart, you know? Yeah. It's tough, especially on the road trips. That's when it gets hard. But it's still great. I wouldn't, you know, I'm not complaining about the NBA Finals. But anyway, we'll be back on uh, Monday. And then after that, we'll be back on Friday. People need to remember that. So I'm going to throw that in there. But have a good weekend, people, if you want to say anything before they go. The coach I was thinking of before was Mike Singletary. Oh, I yeah, Michael, Mike. not Romeo Cardinal. Michael. Mike Singletary. Yeah. Coach Michael. Coach, Coach Michael Morbius. <laughs> Coach Michael Morbius. That's maybe what you should tell That's the people to do. That's how we should end the do. show off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What should they do t- Thursday or Friday? Because Saturday you missed it. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> what should they do, though? Oh, what should they do if they miss it? No, what should they do between on like, Thursday before, and Friday? Yeah, before it leaves theaters. Go watch it. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah, that's yes, what I was yes, fishing yes. for. Well okay. Done. Okay. Good. <laughs> okay. We I figured that confused. one out. <laughs> All right. We'll be back on Monday. Bye.